Freakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freakin' Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freakin' Rochester, also on Apple Freakin' Podcast, Freakin' Spotify, and Freakin' SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, my name is Taylor the Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas, and then bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug Jordan, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freakin' Seekers, and the Freakin' Panel, start your freaking engines. This is our Week in Freaking Review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and geez louise, down on my knees. What a week it was. I am alone, weakers and tweakers. On a ship, captained by a madman, who is sailing me to some very exotic places with some very exotic customs, cultures, and cuisine. And it is taking me through the ringer, digestively. I am on week two already of eating a very strange food from a very far land. And, geez Louise, down to my knees, I don't know how much more I can take. I am at the helm of a madman, of a man who graciously hosted me in his home, but he feeds on exotic fruits and vegetables and spices, Uyghurs and Tweakers, that I have not had the taste upon my tongue before in my life, and now I am sick as a dog. I says to him, don't you ever eat a french fry? Haven't you heard of a cheeseburger or mac salad? And he just looks at me cold. And says, try the vindaloo. I say, I don't want the vindaloo. I obviously, I have had my fair share of vindaloo for the rest of my life. Before I flushed the toilet moments ago, I saw the vindaloo in there come out the other end. Little peas, and I don't know what it is. It is very spicy. So, geez louise, down on my knees, I am reeling. But I am ready for a show. And we enter... What seems like the hundredth year of the Great Radio War, I don't know, but I am feeling it in my guts. Sandy Fargus feels it in his bone, and Doug Jordan, you can see it in the hollow depths of his eyes. We are all reeling. So without further freaking ado, Sandy the Sandman Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Yeah, uh, this is uh, freaking Sandard, um, Fargus, and um, Sandy Sandman, uh, Sandy the Sandman, Fargus, and uh, boy, oh boy, uh, first of all, freaking thank you for the blessing, obviously, uh, goes without saying, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, uh, second of all, freaking Dickens, God bless you for that, uh, and thank you for the blessing, but please do not interrupt me, uh, third and finally, I'm freaking drunk as the freaking Dickens, uh, which is, uh, which is, uh, as to be freaking uh, expected, and Jesus, um, Louise, what was your other question? How? What is my? What am I doing? Um, I don't know. I'm doing that freaking show. Uh, how was your week? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the week has been uh, full of freaking big freaking developments. I believe I freaking mentioned uh, last week briefly. Uh, we we are at a freaking standstill uh, with the great radio war. 
and uh, and and there was a the moment came about where I realized I there I needed to freaking do something about this. There needs to be a freaking solution. You know, I I have freaking danced with the devil and I have freaking swam in a freaking pool of my own sin, and I now need the next step. And the next step is a freaking a solution or what I'm calling a freaking master freaking plan. And, and geez Louise, I mean, this thing is so freaking preliminary. I really even shouldn't be freaking speaking about it. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I can't really freaking dive into it as, as much as I, as much as I would like to freaking, uh, dive into it. Uh, because there are just, there's just a lot of freaking, a lot of freaking play here and a lot of freaking stake. Most importantly, um, I mean, I, I can see you guys are very curious, you know, just, just, just to freaking, just to p- put you at ease a little bit, uh, there's definitely a little bit of freaking reconnaissance, uh, a little bit of freaking reconnaissance, <clears throat> a little bit of freaking reconnaissance, uh, and, and some, and a, and a series of freaking interest, intricacy, uh, freaking intricacy, um, freaking intric, intric, the plan has lots of freaking intricacy. It's a freaking very uh, intricate freaking plan, and there are freaking factors at play of which I cannot freaking speak. There are freaking ins and outs, and um, and obviously a whole bunch of freaking hoops to freaking jump through. But I am going to freaking jump through every damn hoop that I freaking that is put in freaking front of me, and hopefully we're going to come out on the other freaking side. Are you talking about spies? Is that what this is about? Because I don't understand what this means. Well, I wasn't freaking done talking, so uh, you are interrupting me again, and uh, and I already freaking said that I would rather you not do that. Uh, and and I, I, you know, I, I I'm choosing my freaking words very freaking deliberately here. Uh, if I wanted if I wanted to go on the radio and talk about freaking spies, I'd say we've got freaking spies. Uh, but I haven't freaking said that. What I what I believe what I freaking said was freaking reconnaissance. Freaking reconnaissance, Jesus, it's getting freaking caught there. Uh, freaking reconnaissance, and um, we're doing freaking reco- um, we're doing freaking reconnaissance, and and the plan is freaking intricate, and there are freaking intricacies, and I guess the the one, uh, I really shouldn't even be freaking talking about this, but the one the one thing I can guarantee to you, and this is about freaking step five of the freaking master plan, there isn't going to be a freaking there isn't going to be a goddamn document in sight. I'll tell you that freaking much. That's freaking step five. Destroy all documents. Every document that I can get my freaking hands on. Yep, you freaking guessed it. It's freaking going. It's freaking going to be set freaking ablaze. Yeah. Is that the last step? Is step five the last step? Or how you, many you, steps you are freaking, there? You freaking wish. Yeah. So how many steps are there? I really shouldn't that... even be talking about the freaking steps, Doug. There's more to, well, there's just, more than you can count, Doug. Obviously, he hasn't counted them all yet. If I if I wanted to go, if, you know, if I were to freaking elaborate on how many freaking steps this freaking plan has, I might as well just freaking send a copy of the freaking master plan to freaking Dawson himself. Doug, have you ever heard that you a fool's errand would be to count your eggs before they hatch? He's not going to come up with all the plans before the plan before they become a reality, because well, then they might not make it into plans. I'm going to freaking stop you right there because I believe what you're insinuating is that I don't have a fully freaking uh, fleshed out freaking master plan. And let me freaking tell you, um, that's not the freaking case. I got a very freaking, I got the whole freaking plan exists in my freaking, in my freaking brain, my freaking domicile, uh, my freaking upstairs, my freaking up in my freaking uh, camera, my brain freaking up in my freaking head. I got the whole thing. Imagine the freaking war room freaking covered in yarn. Only that is now in my freaking head. So what what step is the reconnaissance then? 
Is that step one? The reconnaissance carries through all steps of their master plan. I mean, there's, I mean, so step one, I'm not going to say it, but uh, their undertone is that there's a little bit of reconnaissance uh, going on. Freaking step two, completely different from the first freaking step. But guess what's still going on? Freaking reconnaissance, a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. Uh, Step freaking three, can't tell you, but also simultaneously going on, freaking a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. Step four, can't freaking talk about it, a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. Step five, Destroy, destroy all, documents, all documents, but still with a little bit of freaking reconnaissance, and then and then from then it just goes on from there. And the intricacies are, are also happening throughout. Are you Duncan, are you are you fucking with me? What are you doing right now? Yeah, I told, I've already told you I can't freaking go into it any further, and 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 I believe I've, I'm getting the feeling that you're insinuating that I don't have the freaking master plan at my freaking disposal, and that is freaking not the case. And I am starting to believe, Doug Jordan, that we have said enough about this already. Although, is that where Tadia is? Is that why he is not here because he is off running your errands for you, doing well, your virgamizamizance, commizance, whatever? I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, I, I definitely didn't. I'm choosing my words very freaking deliberately. I didn't say freaking errands. I didn't even freaking say Tadio, and I really shouldn't be freaking mentioning his name right now. But I will let you know he's at the moment doing a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. Uh, a little bit of um, what am I trying to? How come I can't get him from bringing really? a little bit of freaking reconnaissance? Uh, reconnaissance. He reconnaissance. should be hiding. He. That's the only problem is that Marvel Givens is on his tail. And I am afraid that if he catches him, he will not release him like the great fish, but he will maybe perhaps make him, the great fish into a pile of tuna salad and swallow him down with mayo. What, what the hell? What? Wait, what in the world are you talking about? Well, sometimes when you catch a fish, you release it. And that would be the kind thing to do in this situation if Marvel were to catch Tady Risher who is out on the prowl because under your uh, under your tutelage and Jesus always down my knees if he catches him I fear not that he will release him but he'll make him into tuna fish salad max with you know for the and then eat him in a sandwich I got to tell you we I mean we're really freaking really freaking nearing the point where we've said way too freaking much okay because we're, I mean, we're, you are, we're, you're, we're saying too much. We're yeah, on the freaking radio sorry, right now. Yeah, and, must and, be and, close. You know we, and you know that freaking Dawson is listening to this thing, freaking playing with himself, hunched over his freaking kitchen sink like a freaking gargoyle. So let's just go ahead and let's freaking move on. Let's talk to freaking Doug. Um, and Doug, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um... Yes, thank you uh, for having me. Uh, thank you for the blessing, uh, as always. God bless you. Uh, and thank you for the blessing, as always. God bless you. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for the blessing. Yes, I appreciate that. Um, I'm not. I am not aroused uh, sexually in any way, as I am just uh, sitting at a and staring at a computer screen with the two of you on it. So I am not sexually aroused. So therefore, I am not uh, just to answer that question. Uh, my week, fine. Uh, had, uh, you know, today was Monday, packed a great lunch. Uh, that's all I can really re- remember about today. And then I came home and, I, and we're doing the show now. Uh, other than that, last week, uh, uh, some some good news for you and some bad news for me. But uh, Donovan, the cat, uh, has been released into my custody uh, dropped off to me by uh, none other than the Octagon. 
like I said, I'm not a big fan of the octagon. Uh, but now we have Donovan in the house, so uh, so there's that. So now we got two cats, and then we got two dogs running around, and and uh, I'm really gonna need you to to figure out what to do with Donovan. I know you can't take him at the place that you're currently staying now because the your host is allergic to cats but you know it's kind of we kind of got a zoo going on here with sandy in the garage and and then the two his dog and then my dog and then my cat that used to be his cat listen to me very carefully and i want to make myself very clear the octagon for weakers and tweakers who don't know is a very muscular orderly bald as the dickens shaved shiny head scar down the right side of his eye very muscular works at the group home he is sent out to find me he is using donovan as a trap to lure me in but he will not catch me this way what you must do doug jordan is hold donovan and pet donovan and stroke donovan and sometimes donovan gets a little lipstick coming out of where his trouser area would be if he wore those pants and you need to hold him tight when he gets that and you can let him finish sometimes i'm not doing that he'll no he'll curl up on a bed and he finds a very soft blanket and he starts massaging it with his fingers and then that that lipstick in his trousers elongates and he will make love to that blanket provide him with extra blankets when those ones are soiled that is all I can tell you to do with Donovan and tell him his father loves him very much and he misses him. But Doug Jordan, I am iron bound, shackled by the ankles. I cannot put trousers on because of my freaking leg irons that are preventing me from putting pants on. So I wear house dresses and sit indoors all day long. And I am getting a cabin fever here. So they know that Donovan is just the key to lure me out, but I will not surrender myself. Never give up and I'll never surrender. So the thing is, I am getting quite sick of my domicile. My host is very gracious, terrible cook, but very gracious. But he is driving me nuts. He listens to hip hop rap music constantly. And I say, can we just put some of the Sandy Fargus classics on? Kenny Loggins, something that would just get the blood going. I, I Aerosmith, freaking, um, the greats, one of the freaking greats. And just something to get me out of my mind, out of my cold, dark mind. Well, late at night, I have been sneaking out and catching the wind, as I call it. And I call it catching the wind because for Uyghurs and Tweakers who may not know, in Rochester, New York, they have a new program. And it is a scooter rental program where you rent a scooter and you ride around. And though I cannot take long strides with these shackles on my ankles or the house dress around my body, I can get on a scooter and sing and soar again. Fly like the wind on that scooter in my house dress with my leg irons and my giant helmet, which I wear from a pre-existing head injury. And I take to the streets and I ride like the wind, Duck Jordan. With the sweet smell of spring upon my lips, or summer as it is now, I glide. Do not release Donovan. You will, he is in your care now. 
and for the time being, take care of him. For if I have to return, hell is coming with me, Doug Jordan. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I don't know why Doug is managing it. It's such a freaking, uh, freaking uh, inconvenience for him. The, the Donovan is 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 out in the freaking garage with me, and let me tell you, he's treating my freaking cat like he treats the freaking blankets you talk about, and uh, and it is not. Jeremy is not freaking taking it very well. It's uh, it's it's definitely creating a bit of a freaking rift. Also, I don't like the freaking octagon coming around either. First of all, because it makes freaking freaking Doug look like a scared freaking dog, and. Yeah. And, uh, and and bringing the octagon is also, I think if he were to know that when he stops by and visits freaking Doug Jordan's freaking domicile, then I'm just a freaking few feet away in the freaking garage hiding under the freaking bed. Because if the freaking octagon freaking finds me, I mean, I'm, I mean, that's, no, that's Wait, not you, gonna be freaking good for anybody. You go and hide under the underneath the bed when he comes to the house? Doug. That's where you go? Doug, it's, I mean, first of all, you're saying that the underneath my freaking bed in the garage is, is, is a very freaking comfortable freaking spot. The freaking cats stay there sometimes. The freaking dogs stay there. Little Larry stayed there. Freaking Stu Gott stayed there. And the freaking, and, and the Pastor and, Lewis. And the, yeah, and Pastor Lewis, uh, who you, who you were freaking sexually attracted to, Doug. Uh, and so when he freaking stops by, I think to myself, you must freaking hide because the freaking octagon knows me from when freaking Taylor freaking escaped the freaking group home. So if he were to freaking see me, call the freaking authorities and freaking, there we go, freaking, we've lost the freaking radio war. So yes, instead, when I see that he's pulling up, I quickly hide underneath the freaking bed and then I freaking pass out because it's very freaking comfortable and very freaking dark down there and I'll wake up freaking hours later just in time for freaking dinner. Yeah, it kind of sounds like you're kind of you hide under your bed because you're you're all you're afraid of the octagon, and then I and then I just have to deal with it. Doug, you are you are the one who freaking trembles in freaking fear when the octagon pays you a visit. Yeah, but I always answer the door and I say hello. You know, I'm not happy about it, but I'm not totally afraid of him. I just don't I just don't like that. I I don't want anything bad to happen. I don't like the way the guy looks. Yeah, well, then if you don't want anything bad to happen, allow me to freaking. Like hide underneath my freaking bed in peace. Yeah, well, maybe I, I'll start hiding underneath the bed well, too. Well, somebody's got to deal with the octagon. I need yeah, to get plus, messages from the outside. Plus, there's no space underneath your bed because there's a man in a box that lives underneath it. So, that's true. Yeah, I thought that you guys were done with that one. No, there's no, there's plenty of space under my bed because there's no man there. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I want the octagon to know that he can go f- himself. Which I have said in the past, and I will continue to say live on the air on W-A-Y-O-L-G-B-T-Q Rochester, and God bless him. So, that is the situation at hand, and I don't know if I need to have any more discussion about it. Uh, Sandy, I am sorry about Jeremy, your cat. Donovan was neutered, but it didn't take, so. Yeah. So, whatever they took out grew back. I don't know. I think it's twice as big now, so. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill-freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, have you ever looked at a job and thought, where do I fit in? Have you ever looked at yourself and asked, who am I? Have you ever been... Oh, I'm sorry, I thought... I didn't realize it was the intro. Have you ever been asked a question in an interview that you just could not answer? Uh, yeah, definitely. 
Doug. Are you Doug? Are you talking to the officers? Or is this still the freaking intro? With many weakers and tweakers preparing to rejoin the workforce for the first time in over a year, we here at Our Week would like to offer a practical and comprehensive guide to finding the right job for you and the right you for the job in an all-new segment called Our Week's Guide to Jobs. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, Lou Adler says there are only four types of dob- jobs. Doug Jordan. Jo- I was going to say Dobbs Doug Jordan. Jobs Doug Jordan. The thinker, the builder, the improver, and the producer. So uh, what I want to do first... Wait, wait. Who is, who is Lou Adler before we get into this? Who, who is this guy? I don't know. I, he is yeah, what, a... What, what, what do you give a He is an authority on jobs and finding jobs and being a job. Well, I just want to know who came up with, who invented this this sort of thing, who Lou Adler is. He's an expert, Doug Jordan. And I forgot to find out what he is an expert of. So I am sorry, and I apologize to Uyghurs and Tweakers and Mayotards especially. Lou Adler says there are only four types of jobs. The thinker, the builder, the improver, and the producer, Doug Jordan. So... We want to go in a roundtable panel discussion real quick, find out the first step, which is to determine what type of job best fits you. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, Sandy Farkas, what would you see yourself as? Well, so this is, I mean, this is freaking interesting, because in many ways, uh, you know, oftentimes I find myself thinking, freaking thinking. I mean, I've thought of the freaking master plan all by my freaking lonesome, and that just lives in my freaking brain. Please don't interrupt me. Uh, builder, yes, I have freaking built many things. I've built a freaking bird that uh, that didn't that didn't quite take flight, uh, but put a man in the hospital. So I'm going to go ahead and say probably not the freaking builder. Uh, improver, I know not if I've ever improved a thing in my life by being a part of it. Uh, producer, I'm freaking producing quite a bit of freaking seed if you freaking you really want to freaking know yeah. uh, and you can just ask freaking Doug to freaking take a walk through his freaking garage and you'll see that I freaking produce quite a bit of freaking seed um, quite a bit of freaking feces as well um, so I guess um, I guess uh, the only thing that I that I really think I'm very good at is being a freaking thinker and, and thinking of freaking master plans and thinking a way to get me and my friends out of freaking trouble the thinker the creative type yes Sandy Vargas fits into this category perfectly Doug Jordan yep you have built things. Why? Well, and I, you continue I, to build things. But those things do not last. You could improve upon those things. You could learn how to build better. I'm you let Sandy kind of talk about what he what he thought he was and now you're just going to kind of push the you're going to push builder onto me without Oh, me I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, thought you were saying, I thought what he was saying was that you're definitely not a very good builder. I don't oh, know what, what you saying? are. I need you to tell me. Why don't you go ahead and tell me, please? Okay. Well, if we want to start from the top, you know, I could definitely imagine myself being a thinker. Uh, Next. You know, the first thing I wake up in the morning is I think of what I'm going to have for freaking lunch or what I'm going to have for freaking breakfast. So I can, I think through that. And then I, and then I become a builder when I build what I'm thinking about, which is usually some sort of a sandwich to pack for lunch, maybe a bag of chips in the lunch. Uh, sometimes a piece of fruit. Then, it, and then I improve on the sandwich. If I take a bite and I say, "Oh, this needs a little bit more mustard," so then I go grab the mustard and I and I put the mustard on. So that's Wait, how I'm improving. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. But so you build the sandwich for lunch. You take a bite to see if it needs to be improved. But that's still breakfast. So you just made a breakfast sandwich. Well, yeah, it's a test sandwich before I I get to lunch. Wait, so you eat the entire sandwich? You don't just take a bite. So you make a sandwich for lunch, you eat the entire sandwich, and go, yeah, that's the one I want for lunch, and then you make a second sandwich. 
Well, I have to, I have to improve on this, on the first sandwich that I made. So I have a really good lunch. James, dog, what? Good Lord. And then I'm a producer because I produce uh, lunch uh, and breakfast and, and also dinner every day. And quite a bit of gas as well when you're sitting next to him watching freaking Son of the Mask like we did freaking last week. Freaking produce quite a bit of freaking gas. Yeah. It's not the whole room. Yeah, we'll put you at uh, uh, Builder, Doug Jordan. We'll give you Builder because you build the sandwich, but you are often consumed by the building and not on the planning or the thinking or the dreaming. You build before you think. That's why you need to test your sandwiches. You act alone and you will not succeed. You are a team player, a pawn. You get shot first. You march forward towards death, I guess, is what I should say. Jeez uh, Louise down on my knees. Myself, I uh, am a thinker because I know how to think. And I wear a helmet on this cranium of mine, a great brain. And I've thought a great many thoughts. And I've dreamt a great many dreams. And I am a builder because I might not actually be a builder now that I think about it. I don't know if I've ever built anything. I am an improve. I think I might be a producer because I produce quite a bit of, I produce quite a bit, a lot of things. Produce a radio show. Greatest one on the worst radio station, W-A-Y-O, L-G-B-T-Q, Rochester. I am a producer of... Flagellants of fecal matter of seed. Yeah. Um, urine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we all have in common, but I think you produce the most of all of those things out of, out of all of us. So now that we have assigned ourselves the jobs that we know we can do, according to Lillian Childress, there are eight questions you need to be prepared for when interviewing for that dream job. In this scene, is Lillian Childress? Shut up. She is a job expert, I think. I am not sure. Lillian Childress. Very famous. In this simulation, each applicant will be interviewing for a position at StinkTech. StinkTech is a revolutionary startup focused on offering stink-based solutions to stink-based problems. So, geez louise, down on my knees, what we're going to do is go into a roundtable panel discussion. A act out a scenario, a simulation, Doug Jordan, where we will ask a question. I will start as the interviewer, and you will be the interviewee, Doug Jordan. And as a builder, I need you to answer the question, why you fit well for this position at Stink Tech. So, geez louise, down on my knees, let's get this started. Well, Doug, what is the position? Is a job at Stink Tech. Yeah, but what do I? What am I? What am I doing there? Uh, no, I think he's confused. Uh, jo- uh, Doug, the 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 freaking uh, position is just sort of like a fancy word for jobs. This, this is just a job at Stink Tech. Yeah, but what is the job? What what role will I be filling it? Well, you work at you you work at Stink Tech to uh, offer stink based solutions to freaking. St- I mean, this is all right there. We just said it out loud. You are you work you work at Stink Tech and you come up with stink based solutions to, to solve stink based problems. Honest with you, Doug Jordan, I'm not sure that you're actually going to get this position with the way that you started off this interview. It's not going very the well. The interview started? I didn't know it yes, started. Yes, I would like to ask you the first question. Mr. Doug Jordan, have a seat. It's so good of you to come. Why? Thank you. What is this position that I'm applying for? I am going to be the one answering the asking the questions, Doug Jordan, so if you would very kindly have a seat and be quiet until you are called upon. The first question. Yeah, no problem. Just want a little bit more information. Okay. 
Why are you interested in this job, Doug Jordan? Um, well, as a builder, I I often find myself um, drawn to uh, positions that I can see myself in. And um, I just saw your position, and I uh, I'm interested to build for you. It's interesting that you are interested in this job as a builder because I have told you nothing about the position at this point. And I do not know where you have come up with the idea that we need somebody to build anything at Stinkbase Dilutions. We've already built quite a bit of Stinkbase, and we just need someone maybe to manage it. I'm not really sure what the job entails at this point. I, I, I'd love to take a freaking stab at this freaking question. Oh, this on. is my my interview. Wait, Hold on. No, we're going to be going so back and forth. Okay. Yes, no, this is, a, this, is a, this is a... We're competing for this job right here, and yep. I, I think I have a good answer to this question. Sandy Fargus, would you please answer the question? Uh, yeah. Why am I interested in this job? Thank you. Thank you. First of all, thank you for sitting down with me and taking the time out of your day to, to interview me. This is a great honor. God I'm bless you. Yeah, huge fan of the company, and I'm a huge fan of the supreme position, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, what is the position? Don't. And what are you doing? I, I, I apologize for the man next to me. He uh, speaks out of turn constantly, and uh, sometimes you have to just tell him to zip his freaking lid. And I've stop. never met this man in my life. This is the first time I've ever met him. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm, I'm just looking for the position. Why am I interested in this job? Uh, as a freaking thinker, I, I oftentimes draw freaking blue, blueprints in my mind, uh, uh, ideas for things that could eventually be built. I'm, I'd like to pitch an idea for you right now. Uh, maybe a machine that would suck the stink out of any space uh, and, and offer a solution in that in that right. And this is just one of the many blueprints that I think up in my mind as, as a great freaking thinker. And I could build that. I could definitely build that. That is a brilliant idea, and I love so it. Much. Now, I am wondering if it would be possible to somehow store that stink if you were to suck it out and then have a reverse button on this machine. Well, that I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there because the machine that I'm already thinking of in my head does have a reverse button. So you could pull the stink out of one space and then sort of uh, blast the stink into a different freaking space. Uh, and, 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 and this could be used, you know, freaking with, a, the, with any, 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 any stink, any stink you can freaking imagine. Yeah. Wait, Time out. I'm pretty sure that I I talked about this this machine before on on the show. I think if we check the tapes, I, I'm the one that came up with the with the a machine that sucks out the farts and then they can also freaking blow sorry, them back in. Interviewee Doug Jordan, I am confused as to what you're talking about. As we are sitting in a job interview scenario currently, and you mentioned yeah. a show. Well, I said, I said, well, pause the, let's pause we the interview. We cannot pause the interview. This is, yeah. you're on my time right now. I am the CEO of Stink Tech. So, geez, you will respect my authority. And you, it's not looking good for you, Sandy Fargus. I am impressed beyond the dickens. So, number two, why are you interested in this company? A company such as Stink Tech with Stink-based solutions. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go ahead and freaking take a stab at this. Uh, and I am as as a freaking as a natural freaking born freaking thinker. I'm just constantly freaking thinking about freaking solutions. Solutions to freaking anything. Uh, my my brain is extremely freaking mathematical. Uh, I wake up and I see a freaking problem, and I immediately freaking focus in on how to solve that freaking problem. And I and 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 stinks will always freaking be be a problem. So if if I could get on the freaking forefront of developing from some freaking freaking solutions for you uh i'd really love to re- work for freaking strength uh freaking strength track uh freaking stink strength i um, would love to work at this freaking company 
Yeah, well, that is very interesting, and I am very pleased at your answer. Doug Jordan, would you like care to take a stab at the question? Uh... You know, I'm not really sure. I just kind of applied for the position, and and I don't really know what the position is, and and I don't really know much about the company other than you solve uh, stink-based problems. But I'd love to build something. Well, I am sorry. We are not currently reviewing uh, builder applications at this time. Number three, Doug Jordan, I'm going to let you try to redeem yourself a little bit with this next question. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, I am because a to me you look like I the do. kind of guy that walks into a room with his lunch pail half packed, half eaten already, and it's already eight a.m. And your whole day that you have planned ahead uh, ahead of you revolves around that lunch. And perhaps you have tasted that lunch already. Maybe you this is your second lunch of the day. The first lunch is called breakfast. And instead of thinking about your job, you're thinking about lunch all the time, and you're late. I'm sorry, is this part of the interview for it to be chastised by the person that's interviewing me? Work starts at freaking seven, and you showed up at freaking eight with <clears throat> half a freaking sandwich and a lunch pail. This is inappropriate. I'm, I think I might have to call the Better Business Bureau because we shouldn't be talking about this in a, in a freaking job interview. The Better Business Bureau was shut down years ago, Doug Jordan. So, Jesus, we've done on my knees. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? I, I said I'm a builder. I, I was born to build. Well, tools Sandy, are my trade. Sandy Farkas, a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm the kind of guy that thinks when he wakes up, boy, oh boy, if I'm if I'm gonna war- show up to work with a half a freaking sandwich, I better freaking have a second freaking sandwich packed. And that's the kind of man I am. I freaking think ahead, and 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 you know what? And I'm not actually freaking thinking about freaking sandwiches at all. I wake up and I think about how to freaking get freaking offer freaking solutions to freaking stink based freaking uh, problems with freaking uh, stink based freaking tech uh, freaking technologies. If I'm <clears throat> if I'm being freaking honest with you, and if I'm gonna be honest with you, I also showed up to this interview freaking drunk, and I want to just let you know right off the bat. I, I I showed up to this interview freaking drunk and uh, full, freaking full of freaking closer. And I applaud your honesty. See, that's the mm-hmm. kind of thing that we need at Stink Tech. There's a lot of people here that are trying to backstab me all the time being the CEO. I got a lot of money. I got a lot of money invested in this company. And I've given away a lot of stock options. And people take advantage of my, of my generosity. How do you, what do your stock options start at? What's the what's the basis? Well, we for them? are currently reviewing our stock option policy because it has been taken advantage of. So uh, that is something that we will let you know at the, on- the onboarding uh, training. So in the meantime, why don't we talk about where you see yourself in five to ten years, Sandy Fargus? Why don't you take us down that future memory lane? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Where do I see myself in five to ten years? Well, maybe, 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 maybe working right underneath you, uh, if I'm being freaking honest. Maybe, maybe I see myself, uh, maybe freaking CFO, you know, going, we we're freaking tackling these freaking issues together. And maybe we're sitting next to each other, entering the next, uh, interviewing the freaking next great freaking stink tech freaking corporation, uh, employee in freaking five years. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking about that. That's how far I think about in the future. And I don't think it's going to take me too long to get there either, if I'm being freaking honest with you. Yeah. And God bless you on that one. I understand you were passing. Now, Doug Jordan, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Um, uh, Are you asking Doug Jordan or are you asking the builder, Doug Jordan? 
Doug Jordan the Builder, which is you. You are a builder. We established that. Okay. Uh, you know, I haven't given a lot of thought, to be honest with you. You know, I, I kind of pictured myself being on a airplane one day, and, and maybe I got to deliver some sort of a package for a package delivery company, and a uh, plane gets struck by lightning and goes down in, in, in the ocean, and, I, and, I, and I'm the only freaking survivor. And uh, I cling to a piece of wood, and I, maybe I drift uh, to an island, uh, a, des- a deserted island by myself. Um, and, and, you know, I was on a package plane, so all these packages start washing up that were, were supposed to be delivered. And I kind of go through them, and, and I have some things that I can use to survive on the island. Uh, one thing I find is maybe some sort of a volleyball, and I, I put a little face on it, and then I, and then I have a companion, and, and I'm uh, yeah. kind of staring... Uh, and I'm washed out at sea and make a life for myself uh, out there. But, you know, after uh, a period of time, I I long for the physical att- affection of my family and the, the touch of my wife. And the, you cut a hole in the volleyball. No, I was going to say I start to I, I decide to build a uh, boat and travel and try and travel back uh, back home. Mm. Do do you think that was appropriate? What you you just did in this interview? I mean, it was an honest answer to a, a an honest question. I think but it was a dishonest it, answer. I think it's from the movie Freaking Castaway, starring Tom Hanks. And I will give you a little piece of advice, employee, prospective employee Doug Jordan. Take the rope, and that you make into the noose. Go high on that rock. Pull your pants around your ankles and put that rope around your neck and go into that cold, dark night. Well, you shouldn't be saying that to an interviewee. That's that could be that's serious offense for wasting for both my that. time and your time. So well, no, I don't even good. know what this I'm, position I'm in the is. Room here too, so I'm getting my freaking time wasted as well because I'm clearly the I'm clearly the freaking standout freaking interviewee. That's a good point. Speaking of which, what are your strengths, Sandy the Sandman Fargus? Uh, easy, freaking brain power, uh, freaking freaking determine, uh, freaking determination, and freaking uh, resilience, and uh, and freaking mental, freaking uh, mental, freaking fortitude, and uh, and 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 uh, and 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 my freaking my freaking uh, fellow interviewee has got a, quite a bit of freaking mental fortitude, if you know what I mean. And uh, I just don't think that he's got what uh, what it takes to freaking become uh, become. For I think I need the freaking job. Yeah. Well, that's what we need. People that need to work. I've been on work for a long time. Please don't interrupt me. My last job was as a freaking pizza. My my last freaking job was as a freaking pizza delivery boy slash freaking dishwasher, and uh, and I haven't been freaking employed, freaking employed, freaking steadily since then. So I'd really love to freaking get to have the freaking work because my freaking landlord, who's one of my freaking friends, um, who's a man sitting next to me actually, is freaking hounding me these days because I'm not freaking paying any freaking rent, and uh, and I need freaking a job to get freaking rent money. So. That's very interesting. Now, Doug Jordan, can I ask you a question? What are your weaknesses? Um, I would say one of my weaknesses is that uh, uh, maybe I'm a bit of a pushover and I'm taking advantage a bit too much by uh, my friends and my associates. Uh, that would be my weakness. Yeah, well, say that's a glaring weakness and it's not the kind of thing that I think this company wants in an employee. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we established immediately that I wasn't going to get this job as soon as you started talking, so. Let me give you a little scenario. You walk into a very high-tech company, 
They are traded on Wall Street. Big numbers, Doug Jordan. And they say, geez, Louise, down on my knees. We are trying our damnedest, but we cannot get the stink out of this place. It is ripe within us, all of us. And we are looking for guidance. We are looking for a stink-based solution. And then they say that we are down to the wire here. This is the 11th hour. We need this done quick and efficiently. What do you do to make sure that their stink-based problems and issues are at the forefront of your attention? Are you asking me? Or yes, are you asking I was me? asking you. I, oh. know what, I know what Sandy Vargas would say. Well, first, we need to identify the problem. Where is the stink coming from and how do we establish some sort of a ventilation system to maybe mitigate the stink and maybe get it out of there? And so I would definitely talk with uh, the owners of the building, the proprietors, and see what's going on with the ventilation system there. Then from there, I'm going to I'm going to try and address the problem. Are the people coming in? Are they too freaking stinky? Do we need to install some sort of a, a delousing station uh, for when the employees come to work and come to the job to be cleaned at, before? and after they leave uh, to really uh, to cut down on stink entirely. Uh, thirdly, I would say we probably have to get a couple builders in there and we'd have to maybe install all this this uh, new high-tech uh, gear that our thinkers thought up and, and uh, then, we, then we'd go from there. Well, I'll be damned. That actually is the right answer. That's exactly what we do. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. We're, we're just one freaking second. Let me freaking, let me go ahead and freaking uh, sort of um, uh, take you down what, what I'm thinking of. Here's the thing. If, the freaking, if this building really is as stinky as they freaking say it is, I'm thinking that we should get rid of the whole freaking thing. I'm talking about freaking. I'm talking about freaking loading that sucker up with freaking as many freaking fumes as we got in the freaking company, and we freaking set that whole thing freaking ablaze. We burn that thing down to the freaking ground. And would you? That is also also an excellent answer, and a definitely a possible solution, depending on how bad this stink is. And the solution is burn down bad. the building with Get all the people it. inside of it. No, no, evacuate the freaking well, building. It depends. It if they do smell, if it, the stink is coming from them, we might have to. Yeah, I might have to take them all out. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we grab all the freaking fumes and stink that we have from the freaking uh, machine that I freaking blueprinted earlier. That freaking sucks up all the freaking stink, and we freaking stick those hoses into the freaking building, blast it with as much stink as possible, and then light a freaking match with the freaking stinkiest guy inside. Blow that place to freaking smithereens. Teach people not to do it anymore. This is a good it's point. Gonna cost you a lot, it's going to cost you a lot less than freaking building a damn dehousing machine. That's Who true. Knows if it even is going to work. Yeah, but the company's got to pay for it. That's Plus, I don't know that lice actually stinks, so I don't know why we would need that. Now, the seventh and eighth, which is the same question, and final question is how do you handle mistakes? Now, Sandy Fargus. Why is that both the seventh and eighth question? Copy and base problem, probably, I think. A, I think there's an issue. It's a large was, question. Uh, uh, how, do, how do I handle mistakes? Um... So what, so I mean, I'll tell you what, this is the honest to damn truth. I'm freaking sweeping under the freaking rug. Move on. Pretend like it didn't freaking happen. People ask me what happened here. I go, I have no idea. I wasn't involved. I go, you should actually, you should go over to the, and talk to the freaking builder because he he didn't seem to freaking have much, uh, he didn't seem to put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, and then the person handling it myself, most likely, because I am the CEO, 
I go to the builder, Mr. Builder Duggar. What did Sandy, Mr. Sandy Fargus, uh, the thinker of the company, seem to think that you had something to do with this issue? Can you explain yourself and how would you handle that mistake? Well, I just followed the blueprints that were given to me by the thinker, so I don't see what the problem is. I did my job. That was what my position was. I built according to the blueprints. Yeah, but I'm looking at the blueprints right here, and I can see that this area here was not on them. And now, but I'm looking at it in real life. Why did you yeah. build that? And why is it shaped in the in the shape of a? P yeah, there's a complete there's a completely extra phallic uh, uh, unit attached to this freaking mechanism that I blueprinted earlier, and that was not, as you can see right here, looking freaking clear as day right at my freaking blueprints. This freaking member, this freaking just freaking shaped freaking unit was freaking not included in the original freaking blueprint um, my freaking blueprints my blueprints my blue freaking prints yeah well I I think you need to check the historical documentation because that blueprint was the one that was given to me and, and it was given to me with this uh, phallic shaped item on it so I just again I followed what the blueprint said to do well, guess what, I I'm even think with, guess what I'm going to do with that freaking blueprint. I'm going to literally swipe it underneath the freaking rug. Good luck finding the blueprint because it's freaking gone. And you know what? Better yet, I'm going to freaking set it a freaking blaze. Get, get rid of that freaking document once and for all. And I think I have had enough information to make my decision. Sandy the Sandman Fargus, I would like to welcome you to as our next thinker at Stink Tech. Thank you for applying. You have got the job. Full well, benefits gonna, and stock yeah. options. That's yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna have to freaking think about this before I commit to anything. So, I got a lot. I got a couple other freaking applications and uh, and a couple of different other freaking companies. Actually, so. that's exactly what I was hoping you would say. That was a test, and you passed that test as well. So, God bless you, Sandy Fargus, Doug Jordan. Good luck to you, and hopefully, you find yourself a swift death on that hill in the future. So, geez Louise, weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join in and call 513-914-6201, that's the Our Week hotline. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong, you might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, a Ukrainian couple broke up after being handcuffed to one another for 123 days, according to Reuters. Alexander Kudley and Victoria Pustovit Tova decided to handcuff themselves together on wet Valentine's Day in an effort to save their on-again, off-again relationship. The couple documented the strange experiment on social media. While connected at the wrist, the couple did everything from sopping to using the bathroom together. Although the couple were literally connected to each other, P Pusta Tova said she felt her boyfriend did not pay enough attention to her while they were chained together. Quote, we stayed together all day. I did not receive any attention from Alexander because we were constantly together. He did not tell me, I miss you. While I would like to hear that, Pastovatova said. Kudley said the experiment helped him understand the two were not, quote, like-minded people. So, geez, always down on my knees. These two freaking Ukrainians handcuffed themselves together and made bathroom in the same room. Now... God bless him for doing that. And Doug Jordan will tell you that is what love is. And God bless him for knowing that. That at some point you can make mess in front of your spouse and it is not an issue. It is it is an acceptable thing to do to one another. 
Now, yeah, okay. my question to you, Doug Jordan, is how long would you last and what would be the outcome of handcuffing yourself to your freaking wife? Or Zunze? Why would I handcuff myself to Zunze? To make your relationship work if it was in trouble. He's just a co-host of my show, Doug Knows Best, on WAYOLGBTQ Rochester. If you're not going to answer the question, and God bless you, let's talk about you and your wife. I mean, anybody that is has a brain, I think, would know this is a bad idea from the get-go. You can't handcuff yourself to anybody for over 100 days without them driving you friggin' insane. So, that's my answer. What would happen between you and your wife is what I'm interested in knowing. What do you think would be the first straw that would eventually break the Jordan's back? Uh, maybe trying to to cook something together, handcuffed, you know, because then your your hands are handcuffed and it's hard to hold utensils and do things properly. It'd probably be pretty hard to play with yourself too. Yeah, yeah, it definitely would probably be hard to play with yourself. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's for a lot of married couples. That is a big deal. Now, Doug Duran, what would you do if you were to say have to make mess in the bathroom in front of your wife after some sort of spicy barbecue that you had made? Would you run the shower? Maybe ask her. Oh, just one. Well, I'm gonna let you take a shower first, and then you make mess and try to flush it. But then the hot water turns on because the flush takes up all the cold water, and you burn her. Well, I think when you're married to somebody, I can be honest with her and say that I'm going to, to I, I'm going to blow up the freaking bathroom, and then I would probably suggest, yeah, maybe you should should uh, take a shower, plug your nose or something. I, I don't know. See, my fear in that scenario, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the the shower, the hot water from the shower, might steam the smell. Yeah, this freaking steam house effect. Yeah, a huge freaking problem. Uh, that I faced multiple freaking times. Um, you freaking go to the bathroom. Sometimes I would just turn the freaking shower on so that nobody could hear the, my many freaking plops uh, falling into the toilet bowl. And then all of a sudden, I'm just basking in my own freaking steamed up stink. And uh, and boy, oh boy, sometimes I wish freaking stink tech were a real freaking company when that freaking happens, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah. is what, that's one of the things they do. So. Yeah, well, a lot of the times also I would pass out on that freaking toilet and the freaking water would be gone for so freaking long and then I would be just freaking in this freaking stink and I would wake up and I would think I was going to freaking die. I couldn't freaking breathe. Well, God bless you for that one. Thank you for the blessing. Last week, Donut Giant Duncan unveiled their all-new strawberry-flavored popping bubbles, according to Fast Food Post. The innovative new menu item can be added to any of Duncan's cold or frozen drinks for an additional charge. According to reports, the bubbles burst with gushy goo once they are sucked. <clears throat> the popping bubbles were designed to be paired with Duncan's most popular iced drinks, including the coconut refreshers and lemonade. Made with colors sourced from plants, the popping bubbles dance gently across the tongue before bursting and gushing goo throughout the drinker's mouth. Each popping bubble drink comes with the brand's new pink and orange wide paper straw. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. Doug Jordan, why don't you take it to the freaking sports desk? Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. I'm Doug Jordan. Welcome to the sports desk. Um, Dunkin' Donuts. New popping bubbles with... Um, with gushy goo, uh, uh, they that bursts when you suck it through the straw. Um, I'm assuming it's kind of like uh, 
like a bubble tea you know sometimes they have the tapioca balls and then sometimes they have the the balls that are filled with the gushy goo i guess that's what it's called uh so it seems like they're just adding that to their menu Doug, go, go ahead and elaborate on how they how these how these popping bubbles dance gently across the tongue before bursting. Um, when to go ahead and just freaking sort of elaborate on that a little bit because that sounded very interesting. Well, I haven't had it, um, but if it's what I'm thinking of, it, you know, you'd suck it up through a straw and then and then you would it would kind of uh, caress your tongue gently and then the, it would eventually pop. And the gushy goo would uh, spew all over yeah. your mouth. Throughout the drinker's mouth. No. Yeah. Would it remind you of anything? or Like the, like the bubble tea, I think. Bubble with tea, the, yeah. With the balls. The yeah. balls from the bubble yeah. tea. Yeah. Yep. Would you say those are made out of tapioca pudding? Well, there are some that are made out of tapioca, and then there are some that are made out of gushy goo. I don't really know what it's called specifically. Sugar. It's probably just sugar and like a syrup. Hmm. You ever see anybody with club thumbs before? I just thought of that. They got like the funny looking thumbs. Look like they got toes for thumbs. Maybe they did have their toes taken off and put on for their thumbs. What, what does that have to do with the, the balls? I don't know why, but it made me think of that. Something you said. Something about the gushy goo and the clubs just dancing in your mouth made me think of those funny-looking thumbs. That actress from uh, Transformers got them. Silent, wait, Silent Booth? I might be. She got them, too, I think. Yeah. Well, whatever, she, happened to her, whatever happened to her, she was in diesel ways. So, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. She went off the rails. So, last week, Brendan Fraser made headlines after fans noticed his dramatic weight gain at a red carpet event, according to CNN. The 52-year-old actor made a rare public appearance at a red carpet event for his latest role in Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. The film, which also stars Benicio Del Toro, John Hamm, and Don Cheadle, was dwarfed by Fraser's massive weight gain. Hollywood insiders believe the Fraser, that Fraser may be prepping for his upcoming upcoming role in Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. The film centers on a severely obese and reclusive teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. It's a movie called The Whale. And that's why Brendan Fraser, God bless him, has gained a little bit of weight. And there's nothing wrong with that, Doug Jordan. We would never, we would never ostracize somebody for that. Although... I was thinking, why did they make Brendan Fraser ruin his beautiful body when they could have a, they could just ask Jonah Hill to lose a few pounds and he could play the 600-pound obese man? It was it was way more work to get freaking Jonah Hill to lose any weight than it was to get freaking Brendan Fraser to freaking gain all this freaking weight. They said there's no, they said, because I mean, that, I mean, we're talking, if he's supposed to be a play guy who's freaking 600 pounds, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, Freaking doing a freaking soft calculation here. I mean, that's not, you'd have to ask freaking Jonah Hill to lose about freaking fifteen hundred pounds. Yeah, to be able to play this freaking guy, to slim down enough to play this freaking whale. Also, it's funny that the freaking his other movie was called No Sudden Move because I don't think he's going to be able to make any sudden movements when it being this freaking size. Yeah, he's a big boy now, so and he's balding too. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to come out with another Mummy movie? 
I don't think with the way that he's going, I don't think. Yeah, what are they going to call it? Big Fat Mummy? Do you think Fraser would be the new mummy? Big Fat Big Fat Mummy's house? Wasn't that Big Fat Mama's house? What was it? Is that, what, was the, what is that movie? That is a hilarious movie starring uh, freaking Lawrence, uh, starring Micah Lawrence, Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Howdy's wondering. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. That was, is it possible for me to get an outing? Sandy Farkas says, when Octagon comes, he hides under the bed. Why can't I stay at Doug Jordan's house? And when Octagon shows up, I hide under the bed too. I mean, this is—I mean, it's a freaking twin bed. There's, there's not even close to enough freaking room for for the freaking two of us. I could hide underneath Doug Junior's bed. I don't know, Doug. I mean, how does that sound? Does it mean? Does that, no, that be, uh, I don't want you in his bedroom or under his bed, ever. I've shared a bed with him before. No, no, you haven't. And if you did, it was not to my or his knowledge, so. Yeah. Okay.